Peace, wise family. Yes, I have another lecture for you all this Sunday. Well, it's actually not a lecture. It's more of a question. The question is, is do we live better than our ancestors did in the past? This lecture, or the person who will answer this question, is none other than Dr. Seti Hayoka. Be sure to tune in and to give your thoughts. Tune in. Hello. It is Dr. Seti Hayoka. I want to speak to you for a brief moment. There is this poisonous notion that modern society is much more healthier, successful, and highly advanced compared to the civilizations before us that predates us. I'm talking about 100,000, 200,000, 300,000 years or greater, or even the past 100,000 years, maybe 20,000 years. Um, but I'm talking about the primates, the uh, the the foragers and the hunter gatherers, um, which you have hunter gatherers and foragers who still live to, today off grid, of course. This notion is that, <clears throat> as I mentioned, you know, we're much more healthier, et cetera, et cetera. And that's just not true. And I'm going to explain why. Number one. The stress then was different from now. The stress that our ancestors dealt with was acute stress. And the stress that we deal with today is more so chronic stress. What is acute stress? So in layman's terms, acute stress is... Quick stress, natural stress, for example. Let's say you walk in and you see um, a dog that's running towards you, but to go get a ball. What you would say, oop, let me get out the way. That's acute stress. Or you get chased by a dog, you know, for a short period of time. Um, you're being chased. Then um, you get to your porch, you shut the door, and you're like, oh, that's over with. Or you see a spider, and you move your foot. That's, that's acute stress. So quick stress that is a natural response is a reaction to your instincts. You know, it manifests, and it goes away. Chronic stress, on the other hand, is... A long-term worrying mechanism, for example, today in the modern world, um, we're worried about getting our bills paid or if we don't have a job. Um, we, we consistently get phone calls from debt collectors or 
we just getting anonymous phone calls. Um, we we worried about if we're going to make it to work on time or um, we were if we're forming and our, our garden is ruined. We, you know, we're stressed about that long term in such a way where it's on our mind for quite some time. That's chronic stress. Um, worrying about if your your wife or husband is going to divorce you because you didn't <laughs> you didn't purchase something that they want purchase or they assume that you may be cheating when you're not you know that's chronic stress stress that is a consistent nagging stress that just occurs long term because when you're worried about your job that's going to be on your mind for quite some time depending on the individual but it's still it's still in your subconscious so you're going to worry for a very long time or at least um most of that day um weeks the months years whatever until you have some type of closure where you are aware that things are much better we also worry about war in the world um we worry about <laughs> if we have money invested in the stock market, etc. So the point I'm getting at is that our ancestors dealt with acute stress. And today we deal with chronic stress. And there's a difference. So the reason I point or I wanted to start with that is because that means the outcome of their health was great. They were healthy. Modern society, on the other hand, we're not as healthy because we're always worrying about something. Rather, if it's keeping up with the Joneses, rather, if it is um, getting a new pair of shoes. And one thing about us, we always don't, we, 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 we feel we don't have enough. We're always wanting, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme. And we're never really satisfied. And we're always chasing material things, um, things of that nature. Our ancestors didn't have to worry about that. They didn't have to worry about paying a light bill, paying a mortgage, going to the grocery store, and then having the money. As well, you know, because you go in the grocery store, you have to have money if you want to purchase anything. So they didn't have to worry about that. Hell, if they were hungry, they they go to a tree, grab it, eat it, and eat the apple or plum, pear, whatever. Um, If they wanted fish, they just go fish for a few minutes or maybe 15, 20 minutes because they were very intelligent on how to hunt. So they didn't have to be... They didn't have to be sitting there fishing for two or three hours to catch something. They were very strategic and they was aware. They they knew they had the skills to get food quickly unless there was some type of, uh, you know, um, sh- shortage or scarcity, you know, because that, that in reality, they, they faced difficulties, but they were aware and familiar, very familiar with those difficulties. So um, another thing, uh, agriculture, you know, a lot of us think agriculture is beautiful and all that. But if you look at it, look at the history, it's not. The reason why is 
when you're dealing with agriculture, it it's the best it's the best way I can um put this. It um Agriculture introduced the concept of private property to human behavior and the human lexicon for the first time. And you know what happened next. We started to see each other as property. So when I say agriculture, I'm just not talking about food, grains, vegetables. I'm talking about I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to paint a bigger picture. Agriculture, yes, involved, you know, taking, you know, farming and things of that nature. However, it brought about ownership. This is my garden. If you intervene with my garden, we're going to have trouble. It's a it's a it's a it's an ownership issue as pertains to agriculture, which is why it was the worst one of the worst things that ever happened to humanity. And you can look this up. Y'all do your research on this. It's all about property. The foreigners, the our, our ancestors, if they were hungry, like I mentioned, it, let's say they're walking, if they get hungry, the first thing that they can they find to eat, they eat it, and they go about their day. With us, we want to be extra. Well, you know what? I want today an apple. I want to go to Papa Do's. I want some pizza. I want some fish. And now we got to go through that <laughs> chronic stress of 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 ha- having to have money, A, and then B, having to have the vehicle or transportation to get to the store to purchase what we want to fulfill ourselves on the satisfied needs, our hunger. So farming and agriculture was not good for society. Because now there's a res- there's a restriction on food. Now I know we have a lot of people. Um, you know we have, you know they say we're overpopulated and things of that nature. Well, that all came about as well because of our ignorance on procreation. You know, a lot of us, we just out here just having sex, having sex, just having sex to have fun. And then we slip up, get someone pregnant. Most of us don't plan the things out. And that's why we that's one of the reasons we have so many children and and so many. uh, I wouldn't say children, just people in the world, because we we have luxury sex and not. I would say godly or divine sex, meaning you have a plan to bring about another god a new creation into the world um some people do don't get me wrong but average not not the case and to prove that look at the pornography um industry porn billion dollar industry it's sick it's disgusting actually so just overall um we're in, we we are what you would consider the beast society. We are savages. We are beast. We are uncivilized. So anytime you see people talk about civilization, civilized society, that's a cover up for a filthy, degenerate, sick, 
mentally ill society because we are sick. That's why depression is the number one disease right now. We're not happy. Why? Because deep in our soul, we know something is wrong. And we know <laughs> subconsciously that we're slaves. And some of us know it consciously. Systematically anyway. But we can withdraw our consent and realize and learn from the past, learn from history on how life should be. And how it could be for us in modern society. Paying taxes, all that. You know, um, um. Making sure, you know, if you got a car, you got to get the oil change. All these things, all these extra things we created for ourselves, which has created so much chronic stress, depression, unhappiness. Once we get back to the naturalness of our birthright of whom and what we are and how we should live our lives, we will be like our ancestors and like the hunter gatherers and the foragers, you know. They're happy. They're at peace. They don't have cavities and and uh, for the most part or um, our ancestors didn't have cavities and disease, you know, um, and debt diseases in such a way that compared to what we have today because they didn't sleep with their animals. <laughs> they didn't have dogs and stuff inside of their house. And if they did have animals, they had them outside of their home and they used them for hunting, uh, for hunting, if anything. But they didn't, they, they, you know, the disease and everything, we've been lied to that it was much worse then. Because they didn't have access to the things we have access to, the technology that we have access to. And that's how society manipulates you psychologically because they compare the things we have now to the things that our ancestors didn't have then which dictates or controls the narrative of that's why we're much more successful than them and we're we're, we're less disease prone than they were but that's not true if you notice the more technology increases the more sick we become mentally physically and spiritually the more corrupt we become and the more unhappier we become i prove that now when a new iphone come out we get it then a new one come out we purchase another one why because we're no longer happy with the with the one we currently have so that proves my that's one of the proofs and facts the more technology advanced the more we want it because of our desire for materialistic things, which is contrary to our ancestors and the foragers and the hunter gatherers that live in the bushes, in the woods, however you, what, what have you. That's all I wanted to talk about. Hopefully, um, y'all find y'all find this information pretty well. Um, for reference, um. Look at a book by Christopher Ryan called Civilized to Death, The Price of Progress. Again, it's called Civilized to Death, A Price for Progress by Christopher Ryan. Um, and there is one more um, book which I've ordered. Um, it's called... Forgot the author, but it's called Why Zebras Don't Have Ulcers. But pretty much it's about why, in general, why animals 
don't have disease for the most part don't have diseases like like us or, or not as disease prone because they deal with acute stress and humans deal with chronic stress but it talks about that and and the stress disorders and everything so I, I recommend those uh two books i forgot the author's name but just type in why zebras don't have ulcers and it'll bring it up in google but um do more research on this um brothers and sisters and just know that we're we're no we're we're near on the level as our ancestors were we have devolved we haven't evolved regardless of what society says once you realize that we've been played, it's going to make you angry. But the sweet thing about that, it's going to liberate you. It's Dr. Seti Hayoka. Take care. I'm out. Peace, family. I hope you enjoyed the lecture that you heard today. Please be sure to tune in to WiseStudios.com, our website, to see more of our intriguing, enlightening, and informational content that we have for you all to help better you in any way we can. And we hope you live well and healthy and peace be upon you, family. Peace. Peace.